This podcast is brought to you by MonthlyChallenge.fit. It's like Weight Watchers better help and the biggest loser had a baby. Check it out, MonthlyChallenge.fit. Today on the Logical Weight Loss Podcast, we are talking about assembling a team. I've got a tool to keep you accountable. And today's associate producer is Therese Reed. To be an associate producer, go to LogicalLoss.com forward slash support. Thanks, Therese. You got us halfway to our goal. Welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast, where we take a no-nonsense approach to weight loss. We left our excuses in the past, and we've forgiven ourselves for abusing the gift that is our bodies. From this point forward, our health is more important. We will stay focused. We will stay determined. We will sacrifice now knowing that it's not going to be easy so that we can live a better tomorrow. We understand that weight loss is a marathon not a sprint. It's about making lifestyle changes and that the only person who can stop you is you. You know where you are now and you know where you want to be. The new you begins today. Let's go. I just want to be thin. I don't deny it thin. I want to try it thin, but I can't buy it. Guess I'll have to just die it thin. Won't tell you lies. Oh, the little little bird starts us off with a tweet. Welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. I am your host, Dave Jackson. Thanking you so much for tuning in. Our website is LogicalLoss.com. You can email me, Dave, at LogicalLoss.com or call in your comments at 888-563-3228. We call these the, the walk casts, and this is where I take my little portable recorder. The good news is, a while back, the, uh, the portable recorder that looked like a taser... Um, I got up one day and my feet were tangled up in my cords and it went flying across the room, so it is no longer with us. And I have basically a little portable recorder now. It looks like an MP3 or a, uh, an iPod kind of thing. Okay. And the dog, uh, dog apparently not a fan of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast, but I'm walking around the neighborhood, still reading the book, Just 10 Pounds, and I just read Chapter 6 and thought I would share my insights on that. And it's got some great points in it. And we have read over and over and over that, uh, you know, if you have a support group, you are, you are definitely better off. And it, it talked about how some people don't want to go out and announce, hey, I'm, I'm on a diet because, well, people might actually hold you accountable and that's no fun, Right? But they said, if you can get the right people, and if you let everybody know, then you might have a co-worker that says, hey, hey, I know uh, Jim brought in donuts, but uh, didn't you say you were on a diet? Didn't you say you were trying to be healthier? You know, and, and your husband or your wife might say, uh, honey, you know, didn't you say you were on a diet and, and you just said you wanted to go to McDonald's? You know, these people are going to hold you accountable hopefully. And that's the other thing it said. It, it said that people that do this, I want to say like 74% of them are more successful than people that try to do it silently. You're going to 
go quietly on a covert diet and you're going to hope that people just notice in six weeks or, you know, six months that you've dropped, you know, 10 pounds, right? No, get it out there and tell them, I want you to hold me accountable. When I, when I go to do this, when I go to do that, I want you to say no. I want you to remind me. And then what you need to do is you need to write it on a piece of paper or a three-by-five card or something that you can stick in your wallet, something you can stick in your purse. And on those days when somebody said, hey, Dave, I thought you said no Twinkies, you pull out this card and you have on there why you want to lose weight because there are going to be those days that you go, I don't care. Well, you got to write that why down so you remember why you're caring. And uh, I'm, I'm walking, wow, I'm walking around the neighborhood and the, uh, the elementary school that I grew up at looks like a war zone. We're, we're going to, um, okay, we're just going to go with this. We'll get back to uh, finding people to hang out with. If you're new to the podcast, I have uh, extreme ADD sometimes, and uh, the birds are loud this morning. See? See what I mean? Did you hear that? ADD in action. All right. So uh, I'm staring at this thing, and I guess they're going to turn it into a community center, but it looks like a war zone. There used to be... Oh, that's sad. There used to be these giant trees here, and what used to be a tree now... It's just a pile of dirt. And there used to be windows across the whole front thing, which had to be a pain in the butt to heat in the winter, is now boarded up. And they've got uh, a fence around the whole thing. It's kind of weird. And if you look at this right now, you go, oh my God, what happened? What used to say, Otis C. Hatton School, just says, ooh. And uh, as you hear the the workers working on this. So if you look at this right now, you would be like, oh my God, what a wreck. This is horrible. You know, I got to walk a different way. These guys are working over here. Um, I think I'm trying to figure out where the... Uh, chainsaw is coming from. Oh yeah, that's from over there. Okay, we're going to walk this way. Walk this way around the school. But I'm looking at it and there's just these big piles of dirt where trees were. That's, to me, I mean, those trees were at least it, it, we know they're at least 46 years old. And they were probably there before I was there. But um, you look at this building and you're like, wow, something hit this thing, right? Well, sometimes we look in the mirror and we go, oh my God, what happened? <laughs> and 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 you you're just like, a, my body is a war zone, and I'm losing the war, which kind of is a cool metaphor now that I think about it. And uh, but here's the thing, I'm sure somebody somewhere has a blueprint and a plan to build this into a new beautiful center they're, they're going to use I mean they're not knocking down the building from what it appears like if they were I'm not sure why they went through the hassle of boarding up the windows but uh, and, and the playground that they just put in three years ago is gone so it's kind of weird but there's a plan I'm sure somewhere to turn this into a beautiful center so I say that 
right now to say if you're looking in the mirror going oh my god what happened well get a plan get a blueprint we always kind of joke come on folks it's only 9 o'clock in the morning is everybody and their brother going to get up and mow their lawn <laughs> uh, you know get a plan our, our little plan is simply exercise more and eat less if you're in a hurry when you exercise, you know, uh, try to get the most out of it. If you're reading on the treadmill, which I do a lot, unfortunately, you're kind of mailing it in. I applaud you for being on the treadmill because it's better than not getting on the treadmill. Uh, but, uh, you know, you can do things like, uh, you know, I, I, I've, I'm kind of maintaining. I, I was down at 205. I am, uh, I think, I didn't weigh myself this morning. I know yesterday I was at 207, and I'm like, okay. Don't, you know, talk yourself off the edge. Going the wrong way, but that's okay. You know, get out there and walk, which is what I'm doing right now. So, get a blueprint. Because that building looks horrible right now, and I'm sure by next year it's going to be beautiful. So let's go back to our support group. We, we tell our people that we're on a diet they hold us accountable which means we're going to change we're human, we don't like change so keep that in mind and that's why you got to have that why you got to be quick draw McGraw on the why why are you doing this? why am I doing it? because I'm going to have grandkids someday and I want to be around to see them and I did something a couple days ago that really helped <laughs> sounds weird I grabbed my fat I was just sitting there, and I, I, I just took my hand, and I'll do it right now as I'm walking. Well, that's not good. When I was sitting down, because my, my, I'm a guy, I carry mine in my gut, and I could just grab, like, you know, inches of fat, and I was like, and I could feel it. I just let it sit there in my hand, and I could see, man, I'm carrying extra weight. It's motivation. There's my why. Like, this, this can't be good for my body. So that's why. Be ready with that why when your friends say, Hey, I thought you said. So you're right. Thanks for Thank you for holding me accountable. And then do something to get your mind off of that Twinkie. Or the Ho-Ho or the Doritos or whatever it is, right? Now, the other thing that this book said, and boy, is this true. Especially for females. I don't know why this is. But if you... And your friends are all in need of dropping a few pounds, shall we say. And you you actually start to lose weight. I, I, I find this hard to believe, but in, instead of cheering your success and being inspired to follow in your footsteps, they'll say, let's go out to Fridays. Let's go to Chipotle. And sabotage you. And it may not be on 100% purpose, but it said basically the birds of a feather, or, or a feather, that's what you do when you flock together and you have the same feather, you, you fleather. I'm fleathering. And uh, birds of a feather flock together. So if you have, it basically said that people that are overweight tend to hang out with other people that are overweight. So does this mean you need to get new friends 
And I'm saying, well, uh, are your friends killing you slowly? Uh, are those really good friends? I think I've told this story before. When I was in college, I used to get drunk a lot on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And, uh, I mean, every Tuesday and every Thursday, I was, I would go out and I would drink lots of beer and I would stand on the walls and look at girls and think I should go ask them to dance. And at the end of the night, um, I was drunk, I was broke, and the next day, if you are a person that has partaken of a lot of beer, uh, it usually doesn't end well the next morning when you wake up and your stomach has issues, if you know what I mean. And after doing that for about two or three months, um, I had actually met a, a woman who actually I worked with. I didn't meet her at the, the club. Um, I had broken up a fight. I had watched some guy get pummeled, which inspired me to then break up the fight the next time. But basically, I said, you know, I'm not having any fun. I feel horrible. I'm broke. And I have the skids. And I said, uh, you know... And, and I was actually at a University of Akron bar, and I'm like, you know what? And This is going to sound weird, but I was sitting there, and it's a long... It's a long story to make the, a, a, a short point, so bear with me. But I was I was at a uh, Akron U bar. It was basically a big, giant rec, uh, rectangle, right? Yeah. So it's long and skinny. And I was at the very back of it, and I, could, I was on the dance floor, and I could see all the way across all these people, and I could see the front door way, way, way down there. And I thought, and I could see the door was open. It was a you know, summer night doors open, I could see the street lights out in the street, all the way from the back of the bar, and I just thought, you know, if Jesus walked in right now, he would be mighty disappointed in me, and I thought, you know, I've fallen into that trap, that there's a time and a place for everything, it's called college, and if you watch every, you know, uh, this is years before the, uh, the Jersey Shore, but even back then, that's what you did in college, you went out and you got drunk with your friends, and you tried to, to hook up, right? And I went, well, I have done this, and it doesn't happen like it is on TV. I'm not, not hooking up. I'm not meeting any women. Of, I'm not meeting women, period. I'm broke. This is no fun. And I'm like, but if I tell my friends I don't want to do this anymore, they may not want to be my friend anymore. What if, what if they keep doing this, and I don't want to go? What if they don't want to find something else to do? And the voice in my head said, then they're not very good friends. And I did. And they did. And it wasn't that I wasn't their friend anymore. It just, I saw them at my job. We had a great time at job. And they'd be like, hey, we're going out to the bars. You want to go? And I'd be like, no. And instead, I found um, a girl I worked with who actually became my, my first wife. And I found something more productive to do. So, now, today, those people are still my friends. When I see them, I, I mean, one guy's a, actually a, a New York Times best-selling children's author, which is weird. But if I see them, you know, it's like, hey, we had great times together working, you know. So, um, but I found new friends to flock together with. And uh, we did things that didn't hurt ourselves, and we did things that, uh, you know, were good for me. So, 
realize that in the worst case scenario, if you, quote, lose your, quote, friends who want you to do things that hurt your body. Think about that. My friends want me to do things that will harm me. They're really not your friends. And, uh, you know, find some new friends. Go to the gym. Get a gym membership. Maybe you'll make some friends at the gym. And those birds of a feather that flock together, I bet, aren't going to go, hey, we're going to go get pizza. Double cheese, double pepperoni. Let's go. Woo! I don't think they're going to be saying that. So, now the other thing that it's said to do, a lot of times we try to find an all-in-one. We're trying to find one person that will be both our workout buddy and our, our accountability partner. And it said, you know, you can have, you can split these responsibilities up. You can you can have your family, maybe your friends, your whoever, be your accountability partner with eating. And and when you have those days and you, you you're feeling tempted, you can uh, call them and say, Hey, I'm 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 struggling and they can say back away from the Twinkie, right? And then you can have a workout buddy. Because sometimes, you know, we're all busy and sometimes you can't find somebody to, to pick up both ends of, of that spectrum and say, yes, I will be your food partner and your, your exercise buddy. But you might be able to find somebody who can do one or the other. You might be able to find two people to keep you in line. Might be, you know, four people. Get a team of people that you can call up and let them know. You say, look, when I say I'm struggling, you need to tell me no. I'm giving you permission to say no. I'm giving you permission to be rude. I'm giving you permission to be real. We're going to keep it real. Put my name on it right? You can do that. Now, here's the thing. You know I'm a geek, and uh, I've been using this Lose It program, and one of my favorite features of this bad boy is you can go in on their website. You can't do this on the phone, but uh, your phone ties in with the website. But you can go to the website and say, look, email this person every day, every week, however you want to do it, what I'm eating. So, it's, uh, and it's not only email them when I do good. It's, I'm going to send an email to this person. I'm going to tattle on you every day, every week, however you set it up. And then you have to be, you have, <laughs> here's the key then, you have to, again, still hold yourself accountable to put all your food in it. Because, again, you only put in the 1,200 calories that you think you want them to see, 1,500 calories, whatever it is, and then you eat 2,500, it kind of defeats the purpose now. You're not holding yourself accountable. So that's a cool feature of that program. If you're looking to uh, hold somebody accountable. Somebody said, wow, can you tell I'm walking up a big hill? <sighs> but uh, somebody said I should start a service where I, I'm your online buddy. Uh, people could email me and such. And I'm like, I'm not against that idea. What would you pay for that? I can't do it free. But if you want uh, somebody that you can send your email to and somebody you can work with and maybe teach you how to use Lose It, things like that, is that something I should do? Don't know. Let me know. Dave at LogicalLoss.com. But that's, uh, if you think about it, you know, football season has just started. And we've assembled team people that are working towards a common goal. And ask yourself, step back. 
and look at your team. Question number one, do you have a team? Are you really doing this all on your own? Then, then find your family, find your friends, go to a, a website. Probably the best community right now is Spark People. I'm not a big fan of their, there's a lot of ads on their website. You can go out to our website, LogicalLoss.com. I just don't have the obvious humongous amount of people using the site that uh, Spark People does. But, you know, you can find online support. I'll be the first, as much as I'm a geek, I'll be the first to say, not the same. You can get a pep talk, but nothing beats uh, having somebody you can call. You know, but do you have a team? And if not, assemble one and tell them, hold me accountable. And then find a workout buddy that, again, you can hold them up, they can hold you up. Right? A team is a, a group of people focused on a common goal. And uh, it helps. So that is going to do it for today. Hope you've enjoyed this uh, walk cast around the neighborhood. Noisy little place this week. Our website is LogicalLoss.com. And I'm wearing a sweater. That's depressing. <laughs> Because it's getting cold here in Ohio already. But our website is LogicalLoss.com. My email is Dave at LogicalLoss.com. Oh, um, this is what kills me. Um, Therese, she's been an associate producer before. I want to say Reese, but that's not it because that rhymes. Therese Reese. I I will definitely mention you in the next podcast. She got us halfway to our goal. She's our associate producer for today. She's from the UK, which is even cooler. So, Therese, I apologize. I will mention you in the next show. Because I don't have any notes. It's me, my hat, my glasses, and uh, a recording today. But if you'd like to support the show, uh, keep it, quote, on the air. Go out to LogicalLoss.com, click on the chip-in button right in the center top of the page. And uh, that helps me offset the cost of the podcast, because right now I'm unemployed. And, uh, which is why I'm walking around the neighborhood at 9 in the morning. But uh, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for uh, helping. You can also just go to LogicalLoss.com forward slash support and just donate that way. Or you can use our Amazon link, things like that. Those little things help a lot. They really, really do. You know, it's like I think last month I got uh, 17 bucks from people using Amazon. 17 bucks doesn't sound a lot to you, but uh, that's huge in my book. So thank you much. And uh, realize, ask yourself... Why am I choosing failure when success is still an option? I am not dead yet. Right? So we'll see you again real soon with another episode of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. If you're listening to this on a website, please consider subscribing to us for free on iTunes by going to LogicalLoss.com forward slash iTunes. You can contact me via email by sending an email to Dave at LogicalLoss.com or call in your comments toll-free, 888-563-3228. You can sign up for our free newsletter and participate in our forums at our website, which is LogicalLoss.com. Our theme music is courtesy of SkinnySongs.com. Thanks again for listening. You know, they say knowledge is power. Knowledge is only power when it's acted upon. You can do this. Live right. Lose weight. Live long. I just wanna be thin. I don't deny it. Thin. I want.
Hi, this is Dave Jackson, and at this time in my life, I'm actually taking classes to become a pastor. Now, I've learned a lot about myself and God. You know what else I learned? I hate religion. I love God. Hate religion. Man has overcomplicated God's gift. Kind of like that internet guy that offers a free book, and then you go to get the free book, and you have to enter an email and a contact information and your mother's maiden name, and it just gets complicated. God's grace is a gift. It's not complicated. So... I started a podcast, and in plain English, it's where we talk about your relationship with God, where I combine my three passions of God, teaching, and podcasting. I try to make it fun. Wait, God? Fun? Well, in the episode titled, Jesus is Not a Nut Job," I compared Jesus' words on the cross to a Big Mac commercial. If you want to listen to it, check it out at feedingmyfaith.com, where we make God simple. Simple. 